listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Cause I spilled the phenomenon, packed the holes in my lawn. The girls in my sauna, word is born. I'm a living phenomenon. Well, I'm a better brand, cause I'm a superman. I run the block with my circle, cause I'm Nubian. I got the platinum rust, so don't even fuss. Cause DJ Paul, he's down with us. Now people stop taking my style for a joke. I don't sass or fast, I put the foot up the ass. Sometimes I'm fast, I blow off like a seal. When they reminisce over you, for real. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy With Us podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we're live on a Wednesday. Yes, sir. Very special Wednesday. Yay. Uh, white People News Wednesday. Yes, sir. We will be definitely talking about white people today. So get your get your cheese and your crackers ready and your wine because we will be going hard and heavy on the white folks today. I mean, we have other things we're going to talk about too, but very white. Okay. That's what I'm saying. This will be very white. Also, program note uh for though we didn't do a show yesterday but i was on making podcasts great again jl coven and jay knox podcast where jl does a trump impression and uh jay knox i believe was sick so i just filled in for him for black history month and i asked him all the questions that i think black people would like to hear <laughs> trump talk about i haven't um, listened to it yet but i can't wait we talked about some of his favorite blacks <laughs> the blacks we talked about super bowl um it was fun man i really i hope people listen and enjoy it because and continue to listen and give them a five-star review because uh i think what they're doing over there is very brilliant and i think jl's trump impression is amazing uh sometimes you almost forget it's him you know um the official weapon of the show is a taser an unofficial sport what about a bullet ball extreme um today's show is sponsored you know um actually i don't know why i did with the uh sponsor sheet i picked up the wrong one give me one second hold on i'm here looking like a amateur hour over here glad i saved it (laughs) because i am still a professional triangle wine company sells thousands of wines from all over the world for every budget visit trianglewineco.com and search by price variety and region or browse for organic or highly rated wines take advantage of weekly sales and case discounts when you shop online to offset the cost of wine shipping we know shipping heavy glasses and delicious liquid can be very prices pricey um yeah listen after the state of the union that a lot of y'all watched last night i saw the twitters okay it was kind of weird because i stand with cap so i didn't watch it i went out and had sushi with karen and mm-hmm. called it a night i couldn't do it uh it's funny y'all boycott the super bowl but you live tweet the state of the union a, a show that's only gonna serve as propaganda for a man that's gonna lie to you for an hour and a half you're not gaslighting me crazy man nope i'll catch the highlights when i see the uh news the next day or a daily show or something Come there's on. no way lying ass nigga i can't believe y'all still how many more years y'all gonna let them lie to y'all and y'all gonna be up here like i can't believe retweet anyway i didn't do that okay Mm-mm. but what i say for you is this world is crazy it's very stressful you might want to sit down with some wine okay triangle wine co is trying to hook you up with some all right you can stop by the stores if you're in the raleigh durham area um and of north carolina obviously um and you can do a sip while you shop during their free wine tasting events or when you buy wine by the glass at their tasting bars wine by the glass who'd have thought 
uh find your new favorite wine when you shop triangle wine company's amazing selection and visit trianglewineco.com we'll come back to this later and talk about our very own special um going on at triangle wine co um but uh make sure you guys do that man because like i said it's uh some good affordable wine all kinds of flavors you'll be on their site so long like honestly it's every time i try to order from there it's like i'm i'm just clicking on so much stuff i'm like well what is this though then i just start searching just different phrases pumpkin apple like let's see what all you get ciders there's 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 all kinds of stuff on i'm a there. cider girl yeah there's a uh, craft uh beers and stuff on there i believe like mm. um or if they're not you know i don't know that much about alcohol but if they're not craft beers they come in a can and you can order them joints uh six packs of them um and like i said there's all kinds of delicious stuff ales all kinds of stuff um all right let's get into the the news there's plenty of news going on guys all right we'll try to rush through this so we can get to the white people news that's why i came i know uh speaking of white people elizabeth warren apologizes uh for identifying as native american no this is not a flashback to last year i believe she just finally did it she finally said i'm sorry uh i forgot honey yeah well you know this is the thing a lot of these people are running for uh president for the democrats right now uh because democrats don't function like republicans you can't double up and lean into your mistakes uh, a lot of these people now kind of come clean they're trying to get ahead of the things it's hey i didn't mean to incarcerate all them people hey 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 i uh i am not a native american and i just want to be 100 percent clear about that my bad on that one y'all uh i whoops i didn't mean to be racist you know like everybody's coming out because they don't want to be a problem later on yeah and cory booker i got a girlfriend you know everybody coming out with something right i don't care right shouldn't we should live in a world where it shouldn't matter but okay well does that affect your policies uh warren who apologized recently to the cherokee nation for taking a dna test to show that she had native american ancestry uh told the washington post that apology was meant to include identifying herself as native american while at a a professor at harvard university and at the university of pennsylvania i told him i was sorry for furthering confusion about tribal citizenship and i'm sorry for not being more mindful about this decades ago we had a good conversation i can't go back but i am sorry for furthering confusion on tribal sovereignty and tribal citizenship and the harm that resulted her her apology comes hours before president trump will give a state of the union address yeah i know this was a difficult position for her i mean one i don't think she should have really pushed this or promoted this earlier in, in her career she but have ignored him. people make mistakes right uh, i'm talking about before it got to trump okay people make mistakes you know um but i also appreciate and understand that when it was trump coming down on her her whole like i don't want to give an inch to this guy kicked in and that's when she was like no fuck that i'll take a dna test i'm gonna prove it elizabeth warren we know you got white privilege we know you white pass and we know nobody's ever looked at you and said what this native american woman right you haven't lived under that oppression you haven't lived under that experience that's okay nobody was gonna not vote for you because of that right so once you but once you started for playing the game of trump and trying to prove him well i got two percent or something it wasn't gonna help it was only going to piss off people that are native american indigenous allies to those to that group of people you are only going to fail and now that it's the rubber's meeting the road with these primaries you know all this the races are about to start 
i think she was like let me clear this up so i can run for president yeah, it's actually very smart but yeah I it's calculating it's smart and it may even be true but i think the fact that the apology comes so late it makes it feel like it's not authentic so whether she learned a lesson or not people are gonna and like i said she may have realized this immediately but the fact that she didn't want to give it up to trump i understand but you just can't fall for the trick nope that was his whole that was the whole move he put on you and fell for it so um so um julie hubbard a spokeswoman for the cherokee nation declined to discuss with the post the extent of the conversation between warren and bill john baker the principal chief of the cherokee nation warren who was likely running for president faced criticism in previous campaigns for telling law school administrators at harvard and penn that she was native american warren was a law law professor at both universities um the post reported tuesday that warren also identified herself as american indian on her registration card for the state bar of texas the card is dated April 1986. According to the Post, it is the first document to surface that shows Warren claiming in her own handwriting to be Native American. Warren filled out the registration card after being admitted to the Texas bar. So it turns out that shit wasn't just like some slander and lies, sounds like. So, but she apologized. So uh, we'll see. I'm glad she did. Um, Jay-Z and Rock Nation joined 21 Savage's legal battle against ICE uh i saw somebody being like that's what i'm talking about jay-z using his privilege for the right things and i was like yeah but ain't 21 savage rich like oh i don't know like i thought they was all i thought like is it gonna be a legal fight in which like the level of lawyer involved matters or is it a legal fight just on some you is you versus the government so it's probably not gonna work out for you no matter what i wonder that's a good question i don't know anyway glad that he's publicly supporting him the same way that jay-z and them supported meek mill and everybody came together i hope that's what happens for 21 savage um uh and um you know jay has really morphed into this guy that i would have never thought he would have been um when i first started listening to jay-z i mean at this point what are we talking 20 years ago mm-hmm. 20 22 23 years ago like when reasonable doubt came out what year was that he was in his 20s then right i don't know i don't know um i know that i i got introduced to him out in college uh my first year was like 96 uh 97 and um i remember my man ed playing reasonable doubt all fucking day (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and leaving leaving his goddamn oh that was your real cute mate from uh, uh uh new york he was yeah he yeah. was my sweet mate um but yeah, I mean, that's uh, what i meant anyway my point being um you know there was jay-z in a way and i don't think because people are so like against giving people credit for growth and shit and and they're and always downplaying everybody else's growth but their own right jay-z is has really shown a tremendous amount of growth from the guy who was afraid to rap conscious lyrics uh because he was like it's not gonna sell um the guy who was you know so fucking like full of toxic masculinity he cheated on beyonce you know because he thought that really was the thing he needed to do because that's hey you gotta treat all your women like shit or you're not a real man you know don't matter if it's beyonce you need to be out here just trying to fuck other women that's that's the game 
you know and i know people are like well he came to it so late in life most of y'all's daddies are never gonna come to where jay-z is come on some of them are dead and gone and they never came to it most of y'all boyfriends and and husbands are never gonna come to that a lot of your sons your brothers a lot of your sons are never gonna get to just where even jay-z is and i it's not even that i'm saying jay-z the woke is of the woke Mm -hmm. most men will just black men men in general will rely on that patriarchy and be like "Mm, this is good enough i don't punch my wife right i don't beat her i don't slap her (laughs) let me get a gift i don't raise my voice i deserve a no on no where my cookies i'm not a rapist you know like i babysit my kids right that's right that's what you're gonna get most men uh but jay-z's done a lot with his actions and his voice um and you know supporting 21 savage uh supporting meek mill um bailing out the uh people in jail uh like uh khalif browder browder um the um trayvon martin documentary like who is this guy now you know he's like a totally different dude um and i do think a lot of the credit and i mean it's it's not to demean him anyway but a lot of the credit got to go to beyonce because i feel like it's been a complete different path in his life since he got with beyonce and i and i see how outspoken and unafraid she is and that must have had some effect on this dude i mean he's giving her credit for on 444 and um on uh, everything is love so um shout out to him and like i said i really do hope that something can be worked out with 21 savage because i you know i i understand there's people out there that are just like he broke the law the end um and and maybe that is the end i don't know the rules of overstaying a visa or Mm-mm. all of that stuff but i do feel like this is emblematic of you know the trump administration a lot of conversations we've been having around immigration deportation right. ice um and you know we'll see what happens with uh with the rest of this but um you know this is a very symbolic type of thing and i know you were saying earlier that if he had started talking about different stuff yeah from from what i was hearing online he had started talking about like flint michigan and immigration and then all of a sudden they was like oh yeah by the way we're coming to get you and i don't know if he may have been on the list that he they finally got back around to him i don't know because mm-hmm. it sounded like he had been arrested in the past mm-hmm. and they you know if that's the case normally you from my understanding years ago they'd have been like okay you got to go then and i know he had said some stuff about you know he was saying more quote-unquote positive things about like flint michigan and uh he's no longer buying jewelry and all this stuff and people think that may have something to do with it. i don't know if i don't know if ice works like that or not i, I really don't um mm-hmm. uh jay-z released a statement the arrest and detention of 21 savages an absolute travesty his u visa petition has been pending for four years in addition to bring to being a successful recording artist 21 deserves to be reunited with his children immediately hashtag free 21 savage yeah and from my understanding too it takes a long time to get that stuff approved like people think because people are born in america we just think oh it's a simple process Nah, sometimes take 10 15 years sometimes to actually become a a full citizen or sometimes to get you know visas is a different story but it takes a long time to get that shit approved it's not an actually simple process yeah so you know uh good luck to to 21 savage and good on jay-z for lending you know whatever assistance he can if there is any i mean sometimes there's not much that can be done 
like when uh kim kardashian uh reached out to centoria brown's uh people and put her lawyers on the case um and it, it, at the time it was unsuccessful even though later you know we did get she did get free but you know it maybe it helps maybe it doesn't but glad to see somebody trying correct uh after a 60 year rate wait after a 60 year wait minister lewis farrakhan joins omega sci-fi he was on the waiting list he gonna be and me stumping with a cane you know you you can't be doing all that jumping and popping and bucking the bros he wanted the bros i hope he not he didn't get uh getting the cut hopefully he wasn't beating uh oh, you know he wasn't you know you didn't have to pledge that way hopefully you went paper mm-hmm. i think this they, is an acceptable they did not lay hands on that man 85 year old man probably mm-hmm. gotta go paper Mm-mm. you know the whole time he was in there he was being watched and they was like you lay a hand on me we'll burn this motherfucker down yeah um over the weekend 85 year old religious leader became an honorary member of the omega sci-fi after initially pledging in the early 50s uh but not being allowed to be initiated yeah i'm i'm assuming um you know when he was uh coming in there at 85 you know they must have wanted to replace bill cosby with because he used to be a mega sci-fi honorary so they must have wanted to to have a replacement and ah. uh maybe this is the guy for them um so i don't understand the fraternity sorority type of thing y'all know how i do but um it's weird to me that 85 year old religious leader would be like i need to get in this joint uh they put a picture out of him in that jacket too mm, okay with uh surrounded by the bros uh but it was like the older bros obviously not the young oh no still mm-hmm. in their prime we, we we got the businessmen the, the the entrepreneurs you know omegas hate sleeves ceos like, yeah these are all people that got got multiple degrees yeah so um i guess good for him mm-hmm. that's the thing that you wanted um we'll see him stomping. never never too late to to live your dreams stomping the yard um you mean lightly stepping you ain't be stumping at his age <laughs> shuffling the yard i don't that's know that's right i don't know what you power walking mm, the yard them knees Mm-mm, you can't be doing that um a bill would eventually make hawaii the first state to ban cigarette sales well damn yeah um a big island lawyer lawmaker has proposed incremental uh incrementally increasing the minimum age to buy cigarettes until there was for all practical purposes a ban on their sale in hawaii the hawaii tribune herald reports democratic state Rep- uh, representative richard cregan has proposed legislation that aims to take the state uh to make the state the first to prohibit the sale of cigarettes under this bill the minimum smoking age would increase to 30 in 2020 40 mm-hmm, 40 in 2021 50 in 2022 60 in 2023 and 100 in 2024 that's fast so you make it to 100 you get to smoke cigarettes guys why not ban all the fun the measure wouldn't apply to e-cigarettes cigars or chewing tobacco oh well that's not good yeah well i know i know here in tobacco country 
that shit will never pass also aren't e-cigarettes pretty much just as addictive or even more addictive yeah if they got nicotine in them yes yeah like i don't know about any of this shit but um yeah because that's the thing people get to the point where they just want to ban cigarettes you cannot ban an addiction it's a fucking addiction you can't ban it yeah i feel like this would just lead to people like prohibition with alcohol like people just start in the ground selling cigarettes and making their own cigarettes at home and what would the penalties be for having cigarettes when you're underage right y'all gonna throw people in jail like yeah grown-ass adults gonna be going to prison like what's gonna happen right y'all just gonna bust in people's houses and shit like that like you're not gonna stop people from smoking cigarettes it's impossible anyway i think it's admirable to want to get people off of cigarettes because they're obviously deadly it's not uh it's not the kind of thing where it's like oh the science is still out like no 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 we know this shit is terrible for people it kills them they get cancer it's a huge burden on society the medical industry like every doctor will tell you quit um so i'm not as like offended by the idea or anything it's just more like i don't know if it's feasible rather than if it you know if it's offensive or not um let's see what else uh did you know that some instacart and doordash workers don't always receive the tips you give them for a consumer to somehow glean that this tip is in fact just subsidizing what the company would have paid on the back end is a completely deceptive practice said one consumer advocate tips paid to workers at on-demand delivery services including instacart and doordash are being used to substitute a portion of the employees wages rather than directly boosting their income according to online forums dedicated to gig economy workers and reports to workers right groups so they're not giving them the money basically they're giving them the money as part of their salary but like if i say hey uh they say hey listen grubhub is charging you five dollars to deliver this thing right, right? and then i say and they say do you want to include a tip and i say yeah let me include a 15 percent tip or whatever right well that say that next five to ten dollars that that in my mind that tip goes in their pocket right they're saying it doesn't necessarily work that way uh part of that could be used to subsidize the income of the person so let's say they're making ten dollars an hour or whatever okay this goes to your ten dollars an hour but it's not actually they're not actually just getting a tip they're not really just getting paid ten dollars an hour plus my tip very confusing to you okay so i mean so but they still getting their paid their flat rate are they just paying them less than they check they're just they're not giving them the whole tip they're counting some of the tip is their salary and then some of the tip it, they're giving them so like if i gave you a five dollar tip right mm-hmm. they would say okay well three dollars just counts as your salary so if this go to your ten dollars an hour that you get that we told you when we hired you we're gonna pay you ten dollars an hour Mm-mm. and then the other okay. two dollars that's your real tip now you got two dollars tip no 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 baby if i get paid ten dollars an hour bitch that's ten dollars an hour you don't take the money that somebody's supposed to give me and subsidize it no you're that means you're not paying me ten dollars an hour then are you right you're paying me less than that mm-hmm. no you should not be allowed to do that and same thing waiter they do the waiters with minimum wage yeah that's why i think it's all bullshit mm-hmm any consumer in the united states thinks that the money they are paying in a tip is 100 percent on top of anything else the service provider might be paid said carmen balber executive director of consumer watchdog a nonprofit that advocates for consumers 
towards the end of 2018 instacart started rolling out a new earning structure that it claimed offered more transparency to its 70,000 contracted workers prior to the change drivers would get a base rate plus a fixed fee for every item ordered and the tip would be added on top right and that makes because that's the thing i'm ordering your service okay so i'm paying for my items then a lot of times they have fees so i'm paying for my item and i'm already paying a fee now i'm mm-hmm. already paying a fee for the right to use your service okay cool i i'm that's the transaction i pay your fee somebody brings it to me and let's say i say well you know i ordered a lot and i'll say you know here's like you say here's five you know mm-hmm. five to seven dollars now it's not like you give them cash when they show up at the door so it's in the app so in the app it says would you like to tip this driver 10 percent, 15 percent, 20 percent okay an amount you want to make up mm-hmm. if i say 20 percent, my mind is they're getting that 20 percent. correct right in their pocket they're right. not so the new so the old way they were right okay so then they made a new payment system under the new payment system the company calculates a batch payment which varies according to the nature of the items the shopper contracted worker uh must pick from the shelves and deliver shoppers will earn more if they had to carry five gallon bottles of water versus a sink a small bag of fruit and vegetables for example on top of the batch payment the shopper is paid for mileage driven as well as small bonuses during peak hours instacart said it guarantees a minimum per job payment of ten dollars if the total pay is under ten dollars instacart will supplement the pay to hit ten dollars if the customer tips at checkout that tip is used to supplement the batch payment to hit ten dollars once only the ten dollar minimum is reached during the tip amount does the tip amount start to boost the workers take home pay yeah no 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 that wasn't the part of the agreement the part of the agreement wasn't somebody subsidized my pay the part of the agreement was that i said i'm working so many hours for x amount of dollars per hour right. that that's what you told me right that was the paperwork that i signed i didn't say that you had the right if somebody gave me three dollars all of a sudden uh it's you paying seven no it don't work like that yeah so basically what they're what they're doing is saying we're gonna ensure a floor for everybody right <clears throat> so no matter how small the order is if there's an order where you would have made three dollars because of the way the system is set up we're gonna make sure you get ten dollars even if we have to come out of pocket as a company and give you ten dollars right okay but what's fucked up about that is um you know because i guess before maybe you could decline that that smaller order or you could i don't know you take the loss or whatever what what's fucked up about it now is that they're going well you'll get your ten dollars but we're not gonna necessarily give you the ten dollars so uh if the tip adds up to you know you're gonna bring home twelve dollars uh from the tip and the three dollars or whatever the base is okay we're only gonna get make sure that you get access to that two extra dollars right like you're not getting that access to that full twelve dollars um of a tip like it's not ten dollars plus this twelve dollar tip you got no 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 we're just giving you what it makes up to and then take the extra off right because you're being fucking greedy you as a company are being greedy because the thing is that that means let's say before so you're telling me i would have to take more jobs now to actually subsidize so i actually have to work more to get the money that you promised me that i signed up for and they said it they're doing it for transparency's sake but they changed it right ain't no transparency here right what's the transparency you make more money you pay less right now you know how i'm fucking you 
hundreds of workers have been posting screenshots and reports of their earnings through the on-demand apps to reddit and other online forums which appear to show the company using customer tips to subsidize workers base pay some workers report that the new payment structure has reduced their earnings by 30 to 40 percent and that was the fucking point they felt like people were actually walking away with too much cash like when they cashed them out and they wanted a piece of that that's all it's fucking greed that's one possibility the other possibility is their model doesn't work and that they've been taking losses because these 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 companies a lot of these companies take losses i agree and especially these newfangled like whether it's venture capitalist type things whether it's we're gonna open up the stock type things a lot of major corporations that we think are like synonymous with like big money and stuff a lot of them take losses all the time netflix operates at a loss amazon prime is operating at a loss um uh, most of these uh car ride share are operating at losses you know social media operating at a loss yeah there's a chance that they literally have been operating at a loss and now they're trying to find a way to recoup or to manage some of that the other but i'm not saying you're wrong i'm saying of the possibilities one they're just greedy they're taking everybody's shit they've been making millions of dollars in profit and they want even more or two they've been operating at a loss fronting for the world like oh yeah doordash it's the card we're so great we're so we're doing so good and low-key they just been taking the l the whole time because they just want the branding it's the way to make this seem reasonable uh because when i log into the app and go i don't want to get this they the problem is they don't want me at home using their app to be like the real cost of this is $30 to get a person to deliver this. My groceries plus $30. Right. They don't want me to see that. So right. if they have to take a L, they'll do that. If they have to fuck over their drivers, they'll do that. Because the whole point is to make sure that I don't know that the actual cost of American labor is expensive. It is. Um. Anyway, and I'm sure these people ain't getting no insurance. Mm-mm. Any of that They're type of shit. to the contractors. Right um so yeah so we don't even know what the fucking thing will look like if we actually had to pay people their value you know as much as people always talk about capitalism and blah 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 if we really had to start paying what people like deserve to have a dignified job and existence um our pockets would be low too like real quick even lower than they are now mm-hmm. like you had to go without on a lot of shit because basically the way they abuse people is what keeps some of these prices low which is fucked up correct anyway um uh yeah in one case they share a screen a shop a shopper shared screenshots showing they received a batch payment of just 80 cents from the instacart because the customer had paid a 10 dollar tip bringing the total fee for the job to 10 dollars and 80 cents when the driver queried why they had to earn more for the job an instacart community support representative responded the reason that your batch incentive was low for this particular order is because of the tip amount what so i I just don't understand so if they would have gotten no tip would it have been more i don't understand no tip they would have had to pay they would have had to pay the yeah, ten dollars yeah this is yeah that's so mm-hmm. crazy right it's so, a car to- oh go ahead i'm sorry because from my understanding from what you said it's up to the 10 so they paid the 10 so she got anything over that so if they would have paid less than 10 they would have subsidized if they'd have got no tip they'd have paid the full 10 that's crazy 
instacart told nbc news this is an extremely edge case and said that it would introduce a new three dollar minimum batch payment to prevent this from happening in the future instacart's handling of tips and treatments of drivers is the subject of a class action lawsuit filed last week in california superior court on behalf of los angeles-based worker sarah lozano and other instacart shoppers instacart told nbc news it does not comment on pending litigation right because you're you're actually lying to the customers because if i give ten dollars i expect that person to get the full ten dollars right you know let's say i ordered you know two hundred dollars worth of groceries or whatever and you got to go back and forth to the car you're constantly carried it in it like yeah. it's a lot of fucking work and i was like you know what i want to give you a little extra because i didn't have i didn't have to go to the grocery store and do this bullshit myself here's some extra money yeah it's like if if we went out to eat and we left a cash tape tip on the table for a waitress or a waiter and then like the people that that run the building just came and took the tip uh, off the table like uh yeah so about that mm-hmm. i've had bus boys do that before yeah well no nah, that's stealing that's different than what i'm saying yes, i'm talking about if the company as a policy was like give us your motherfucking tips too you ah. know like that's really what they doing it's like Correct. Give, give us your tips too and we're gonna pay you a hundred dollars at night it's, right. it's like what they do to strippers and shit right people going well dog people are paying for the service they're paying for the, you you you're already charging people a fee on top of this so they pay for their orders and it's a 799 whatever your fee is just to bring it to them on top of that then you're gonna turn around and be like oh anything extra you get that's ours too bitch what no people how did they think this was gonna go the complaint alleges that Instacart intentionally and maliciously misappropriated gratuities in order to pay plaintiff's wages, even though Instacart maintained that 100% of customer tips went directly to shoppers. Based on this representation, Instacart knew customers would believe that tips were being given to shoppers in addition to wages, not to supplement wages entirely. Right, because you didn't tell consumers that. that There was no blast. You got all this social media. You just change shit and just expect it everybody just to take whatever you gave them you didn't you didn't tell me as a consumer a when you tip you know this don't always go in your pocket i mean in the person's pocket unless you're doing cash and they know nobody most people don't carry cash yep so and they are technically telling you the truth they get 100 percent of the tip but they're not telling you that but then when y'all tip like that we take away the money that we promised to pay them initially right crazy um anyway good luck out there gig economy is some bullshit such bullshit it really is um let's see what else um our school system cms charlotte mcamara schools mm-hmm. launches safety screenings to check high schoolers for weapons mm. in an effort to bolster school security measures charlotte mcamara schools has now launched safety screenings in the district's 19 high schools our goal for safety screenings are one to keep very keep weapons out of schools and two to minimize classroom disruptions and distractions from teaching Mm -hmm. i give this a 100 uh i know we're not playing the game but it's a motherfucking 100 uh because the way they did it they was like oh we gonna do a lottery i don't give a fuck about your lottery the biggest reason why y'all did do why y'all did this because the rules a lottery for what when they pluck the names because you know they randomly quote unquote pick the names for yeah. the school yeah i just need you to explain it to the audience because they don't oh okay, okay so yeah. so so what they did because it was a shooting not too long ago and it was a panic and the school system wasn't fucking organized they 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 just handled it poorly and so parents was up in uproar and stuff because the way that they did not handle the school shooting properly and so the quote unquote fixed this 
they turned around they was like well what what we're going to do now is for all the high schools we're going to go to the to to each high school um what we're going to do we're going to take all the high school names put them in the basket shuffle them around and we'll have some uh, minister preacher pastor pull out you know uh, names we won't know who the names are and they'll just randomly go to these schools on any random day but the problem is the way it was structured they was like when we go to the school we can either check the whole school which they fucking are not gonna do we can check a classroom which they're not gonna do or we can do individual students which is the whole fucking purpose of you doing this in the first place and you're gonna target brown children oh i already know this right it's random or if the police feel like that kid is a threat so who do we think the police will feel like is a threat right and 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 the the thing is if you're going to to do this my thing is you need to be fair and i already know because of racism we're not going to be fair you know if we're going to do this you know if you really want to do it right put metal detectors in all the schools across the board just say you know all high schools get metal detectors period no matter where you are in the city you get a fucking metal detector that way we know who comes in and who comes out and everybody's monitored but they don't want to do that they want to do this random bullshit for the illusion of safety and the thing is you're randomly checking and so odds are they just did one you didn't find nothing and and, and some of the students were even coming out coming out saying what happened if the day you check is the day nothing um nothing's happening you know what i'm saying like y'all don't have any structure behind this it's yeah like, there's no intelligence right you there's nobody most of the shit that they catch in most school systems across the country is some other student knows some other student overhears and they that's how most of this shit gets stopped yeah. not by you randomly coming in and stopping and frisking all the brown children because this is initially where it's going to go because i want to see five years from now how many of these schools were white? How many of these children did you did you monitor? I mean, did you uh, um, stop them frisk or white? I mean, I'm kind of stopping frisking because that's what it the fuck it is. You know, I, I I want to know. You know, you know, if anything, you're gonna find marijuana and things like that, which is fine. But your purpose was for guns and, and weapons. Right. That was your purpose. You know, so all of a sudden, you know, you're gonna you're gonna increase suspensions and all this shit because that that's the prison. You know, the school, the prison pipeline, and y'all act like nobody is is supposed to be outraged. Like we don't see the gig on what you're doing yeah the jig but also the jig i'm sorry but also um the other reason they started off of we had a high school uh high school where two boys black boys got into a fight off campus on campus like uh that that monday right like like they fought on a friday it went on it was on social media people were picking on one of the kids well one of the kids came to school with a gun and killed the other kid he didn't shoot up every anyone else or whatever they didn't even stop school no they did not they didn't even tell parents like come get your kids any of that shit it was panic and chaos it made the news and people that was some parents way of finding out yep and then you had hundreds of parents flying up to the school right so you had that then the solution to this uh became we, we need to put metal detectors in the schools um then it was uh this thing this we're gonna randomly stop and frisk these kids that we feel um it's interesting that uh in a case where a black kid shot another black kid this has been the response if this would have been a white kids going into a high school and shooting up 13 of his classmates 
um bet this would not have been the response we'd have had a memorial it would have been nothing we can do about guns nothing we can do about uh you know we need mental health is what we need to be talking about why are y'all bringing up guns right now no policy changes right so it's very interesting to see how quickly the policy change when there's a black person pulling the trigger um and keep in mind this was something that happened that was on social media that people knew about there uh there was a chance someone could have talked to uh, a teacher or someone in the school and maybe gotten to this kid before that happened correct um but instead you you know you got a kid dead and this is the response which i don't think will stop anything it's Mm -hmm. supposed as karen said earlier it's the illusion of safety it's the pressure it's like the tsa but for schools like right oh oh the officer friendly might might frisk somebody well i guess that's supposed to stop me from shooting somebody but officer friendly can only frisk so many people in a fucking day right and uh according to this they will notify parents anytime a screening is conducted and when it's completed the school will be on lockdown during screening process i mean this shit is just right so there's this other part to it that we talked about uh the other day at dinner and i know it's kind of a nebulous point i'm making and i will understand that people are like fuck that rod this, this isn't based on stats and numbers so what the fuck you know and i don't know everything and i don't have a kid so i get it but there has to be a moral and emotional cost to treating these kids like criminals right lock on lockdown and not just something now but for the rest of their lives there has to be you're treating them as if they are the criminals they are the guilty party they are the threat in the place where they're there to be educated they're there to be nurtured they're there to be um you know that they're, they're there to, to to find a way to have their talents uh pushed and promoted and their dreams achieved and all this stuff and get self-confidence how am i supposed to get that in the same place where we're locking the school down to frisk people all the time or sometimes and especially if i start to notice and I, it's my personal belief i don't have proof of this yet but my personal belief because of the history of humanity in america i know it's gonna be black kids right so you just fucking these kids up for what point because you're not gonna stop that other shooting like there will never be a time where we go and they stop the next shooting because of this so i don't know man this was a lot yeah and also it's one of those things to where you're actually being disruptive to the fucking school day because when you lock a school down you're being disruptive to the school you're going to make announcements over the intercom everybody's going to panic people going to wonder who they frisking you know people going to watch and the thing is particularly with brown children a lot of them already don't trust the police because of some of the environments they're in so now i got to worry about the police at home taking my family busting up isis and all this shit then i got to come to school and i got to worry about the same fucking thing i'm worrying about home you don't give the kids a break mentally you don't give them a break yeah so i thought this was disgusting and um definitely one of those things where um people are gonna think it's a good idea to a certain extent um because it'll make them feel safer but it's really gonna make the kids feel like shit and it's not gonna make anyone safer right because and you want me to tell you one thing you 
it'll never work like it's supposed to work because the thing is if if this is distributed evenly which is not Stop going up into them white schools and arresting Trevor and Johnny right. and all them for the, having the marijuana parents, and all that shit. shit. They would get the program fucking canceled mm. immediately. Immediately, right? That, and that's how I know it's uh, it's for some bullshit because you're actually fucking with people who can't fight back, don't have the time to fight back, don't have the resources to fight back. Right. Like I said, if some white kid would have just shot thirteen classmates, this wouldn't even be happening. Um yeah it said in addition to new screeners russ says the district has enhanced other security measures including expanded video surveillance fortified locks and additional digital technology to monitor school entrances russ says cms is also looking into hiring additional personnel like a crisis response coordinator who will streamline communications between the district and parents when a crisis occurs the district russ said is also planning to ask for more resources to hire professionals to increase mental health support yeah that's the last one we'll ask for that but in the meantime let's let's frisk these kids and fuck up their mental health let's do that 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 sounds reasonable (sighs) you know what just fucking with those black people just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fucked with and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody yeah i already gave that 100 yeah that one's 100 that's 100 yeah i heard that bullshit on the news i immediately got mad yeah not just because of um our city either it's just 100 just off gp man it's really just fucked up i don't i don't even know how like that's just such a fucked up solution and i know the anti-blackness is right up in it come on all right let's see who else is fucking with us um dl hewley backs liam neeson uh calls the actor brave and says it makes him human uh to admit um that he wanted to go kill some black people that that week after that two weeks after he found out about his friend getting sexually assaulted by a black man um i don't think i'm gonna end up seeing his newest movie um i believe it's i mean he's all these revenge movies i believe it's basically a relaunch of death wish it's called death wish a nigga would <laughs> that's what he was doing <laughs> he, was, he was going around hoping somebody starts some shit um how come that shit never works the opposite way man that's the only thing that bothers me when i think about this shit it's just nobody ever is like a black man gave my girlfriend a ride from home from the gym because her car wouldn't start so i just been walking around for a week with jumper cables hoping niggas need some help so i can start their cars for them okay because black people need help out here they each one teach one pass it on no it's only the negative shit that sticks with all black people isn't it it's only the negative i got robbed i don't like any I, i'm scared of all black people now someone got raped oh all black people gonna rape me some like somebody shoplift all black people shoplift we gotta follow them all around the stores it's never the good shit right it's never like yo a black person found my wallet and handed it back to me so i've just been going around giving people ten dollars out of my pocket i see a black person here's ten dollars on me you know what a black help me that i appreciate y'all okay never that never black woman taught me how to season my food okay so i've just been going around giving people spices nope 
ah yes it's always something fucked up always but he ain't racist though um yeah so dl hewley on his show uh said um what he did was tell you his thoughts which is braver than what a lot of people do he said out loud what a lot of people think most white dudes who so enraged with black people because basically any nigga would have done any black dude he would have saw he would have beat most white dudes that feel like that just angry at people and want to get them back they don't admit it while they promoting the movie they join the police department i guess we owe him uh thank you thank you so much Liam neeson for not joining the police department they they find a way to manifest that anger some other way he said out loud with a lot of us know they think and we got mad at him as far as i know you can't be prosecuted for having a thought actions are what counts in america we want to have conversations conversations that involve listening but sometimes you hear things you don't want to the reason we don't like this we fit we want to be fooled we want to put our thoughts in his mouth it is unusual that a 66 is it unusual that a 66 year old white man feels feel this way it's just unusual that he has the courage to say it out loud very brave very brave i really i guess i was looking at this totally backwards karen i mean the bravery you know we didn't talk about that i know uh i, I mean i'm sure you appreciate it Mm-mm. but no. he was so brave and he told us what he was thinking all those years ago and i mean most people wouldn't have told us right they wouldn't have right now and I, i'm okay with them not telling me oh, okay cool i'm not saying it makes him a hero i'm saying it makes him human said d.l hewley to conclude the sentiment i'll say this and i can't help but notice a lot more empathy for liam neeson than he had for terry cruz mm-hmm. a lot more i can understand the circumstances i can understand how he had these now i wonder if the reason he can support and understand and um to a certain extent condone because he called it brave and whatnot um i wonder if the reason he can do this is because it was an expression of wanting to harm and do violence to somebody which is still in his terms in that box of i'm this makes me a real man you know it's not you know if liam neeson would have said he was going around thinking about sucking dicks for a week he would have been like uh oh punk ass he this tall and you didn't that's what you think about but maybe the fact that he wanted to inflict violence on another person even with it being racist there's some level of respect deal can have i can only speculate but I, I have no idea how he can be the same guy who you know admonishes or jokes about you know terry cruz but doesn't doesn't find this to be something worth mocking or whatever i mean it's up to him every individual is different but correct i don't know it stuck out to me um that he would feel that way um so uh zero to 100 karen hundred yeah i think i give this uh yeah i i don't know man like i'm I'm gonna give it a 50 but only because i'm i'm i don't i think dl's just on this list of people that i can't take seriously you know i think just like i tell everybody you can't really be loyal to none of these motherfuckers like i don't care what they saying one day they're gonna say something you don't agree with and that's okay you have to make room for that to be okay or else you're gonna go crazy 
or maybe you're gonna be mad all the time you're gonna be canceling everybody that's fine too but Dio's on that list of people i just stopped taking seriously a long time ago because mm-hmm. he's so obsessed with being like black men are the king of the hill and should we should everything we feel as cishead black men should be the end of the world everybody else can suck our dicks and if you ever call us out you wrong and you not sticking with blackness and you can't take a joke and you're a pussy and stuff and the and the people that support him mostly says that black men that agree with that shit whether they don't want to come out and say it themselves they think he's brave for saying the things that they really think and uh i don't have no respect for that shit so um it's a 50 for me just because the source you know if it was somebody i actually had respect for i think maybe i would be like more shocked or whatever but to me he's just more confusing correct you know it's like this, wait what how'd you get that out of this you know that's how i feel with him is like which way are you gonna float today with your shit you know um let's see um <laughs> what's going on in virginia y'all what's going on in virginia the home of timberland and the clips what happened i don't know are y'all okay is everything okay in your state do y'all need some someone to check on y'all um we're from north carolina and even i was like god damn really virginia what happened so of course they had the governor that wanted to moonwalk mr blackface Mm-hmm. okay well the lieutenant governor justin fairfax a black man who refused to stand for the confederate um uh this confederate day of remembrance they did and he was he was like i'm not standing for this shit i have no respect for these motherfuckers okay a a black king well uh he has been accused of sexual assault oh no so now it is by the same right wing website that revealed the blackface photos of the other governor but it's not like those those photos weren't true um and then in this case um he's been accused of sexual assault he released a statement basically saying i didn't do this shit and uh, i believe like the washington post or somebody had these accusations a year ago and they investigated and said they didn't find enough credible evidence to run with the story so they didn't okay um which happens i mean we saw we've also seen people who are democrats be basically falsely accused of sexual assault um and we've also seen right-wing websites try to start a sexual assault like um incident to prove like oh see women be lying but they couldn't because the newspapers actually would follow up on evidence and find out oh this is not uh credible right so in this case that's the the newspaper said we didn't have enough to corroborate it they're not saying it didn't happen but they're saying of the things that we use to measure like if this happened or not we can't really prove it didn't happen um obviously the timing of this coming back up and from the website source seems to be very targeted towards virginia and getting these democrats out of here and all that stuff that being said he released a statement but the professor who accused him um also released a statement detailing the alleged incident oh okay and saying like yeah this did happen uh it began as consensual kissing it turned into sexual assault and i cannot believe given my obvious distress that mr fairfax thought this forced sexual act was consensual uh fairfax denied the allegation of sexual assault and tyson's description of what happened 
reading dr tyson's account is painful i've never done anything like what she suggests fairfax said in a statement wednesday any review of the circumstances would support my account because it is the truth i take this situation very seriously and continue to believe dr tyson should be treated with respect but i cannot agree to a description of events that simply is not true um so that's the second in command dude okay so if the other governor had to step down this guy would be the guy right oh okay 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 that's not even the fucking with black people part oh but okay it's not even okay it's not even no now virginia's third ranking official the attorney general who will become virginia's governor if the current top dog in richmond and his deputy both resign he had to come out and admit sorry i did participate he had to come out and admit he's done blackface too what what is this year the blackface what is happening here is is uh, tell me y'all is this year the blackface attack of the blackface come on everybody got blackface shit that i mean what are we supposed to do with this i mean everybody black facing but black people because my face already black i mean you got moonwalker and now you got this guy um let me see if i can play his uh his it's kind of quiet, but I'll try to play the audio of his presser. It's only 44 seconds. So I think that's why we call for resignation. And we hope that's what the government does. If that rocks, we must whatever we Have you talked to him since Saturday? Uh, no, nah, that's too quiet. I can't make that out. All right, so he came out and said, hey, man, so uh, look um he told members of virginia legislative black caucus during an emergency closed door meeting that he wore blackface on at least one occasion while he was at the university of virginia as a student in 1980 moments later i was one year one years old moment later moments later lieutenant governor justin fairfax who was accused last week of raping a woman in 2004 snapped out of his normal mild manner to condemn her during a private meeting shouting fuck that bitch oh god oh no what oh no what what is what is happening what what is happening in virginia what is happening in the commonwealth what is what are y'all doing up there (laughs) did somebody say let's burn this motherfucking state down what is happening my god well i mean i mean i mean what is the i mean what did the fourth person in line do shit yeah yeah is this a normal day i don't know what the fourth person soft shoeing what is this closed door not nigga you can't be saying fuck that bitch about your accuser you just released a statement saying treat her with respect it's gonna get out and i know he gonna come out and be like i didn't say that shit but come on dog come on dog they just made that whole part up oh my god Mm-mm-mm. in a statement to the media herring said wednesday morning that in the 19 in 1980 when i was a 19 year old undergraduate in college some friends suggested we attend a party dressed like rappers we listened to it at the time like curtis blow and perform a song it sounds ridiculous even now writing it but because of our ignorance and glib attitudes and because we did not have an appreciation for the experiences and perspective of others we dressed up put on wigs and brown makeup and now you about to lose your motherfucking job clap your hands everybody <laughs> if you got what it takes yes i want you to know that these, these are, are the boys hey. you want black face say you lost your job that's the brakes that's the brakes 
<laughs> what mm-hmm. what is happening right uh, nobody told me i was gonna have to explain that's, that's the, the breaks. breaks that's, that's the, the breaks. breaks oh my god what is wrong with you fuck that bitch curtis blow <laughs> michael jackson come on what are the, are the qualifications to be blackface is that the qualifications jelco van said on twitter he's like the worst part is in two weeks we're gonna find out that uh fairfax has been in blackface the whole time i'm like <laughs> i think it's on they goddamn qualifications for the application for the job is have you have you have you done blackface check yes yeah um i don't see any blackface on this resume i don't know if we're gonna be able to i don't know if we can accept you i don't know if you can run for office Mm -hmm. in this state i mean you have a digital i mean can we get a polaroid i mean we need proof virginia has a reputation to uphold sir and uh i don't notice any brown makeup here Mm -mm. that this was a one-time occurrence and i accept full responsibility for my conduct imagine having to admit this because he knows somewhere there's a picture out there yep and it was going to surface <laughs> he knows somewhere there's a picture out there <laughs> him in that black face <laughs> clap your hands everybody if you got what it takes cause I'm good as blow and I want you to know that these are the breaks hey I got your picture <laughs> Hey, it's a you photo. remember when you was my classmate? That's the breaks. That's, That's the breaks. Yes. Now you got no job in your state. That's the breaks. That's the breaks. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> my God! <laughs> oh, do y'all not know that y'all are over niggas? Y'all do know it's a bunch of niggas in the state, right? Good grief uh he says uh he accepts full responsibility the conduct clearly shows that as a young man i had a callous and inexcusable lack of awareness and insensitivity to the pain my behavior could inflict on others it was really a minimization of both people of color and a minimization of horror his, horrific history i know well even then here's the question i do have and this is they, a, they're gonna ask him to rap i mean you asked the other one the moonwalk see that's the thing so this is the question i have and i don't know how other black people feel about this so i can only speak for myself if his curtis blow impression is real good come on are y'all willing to give him credit for that and i'm not saying forgive the black face it's gonna be flame or even that he can keep his job but can we at least be honest with ourselves and be like that's a decent curtis blow impression if he managed somehow to pull it off uh, ho- ho- I, hopefully he got a smart enough wife to to come in there and be like no inappropriate circumstances mm-mm, mm-mm. In a, inappropriate circumstances mm-mm. <laughs> mm-mm. <laughs> They'd be like, can you rap? She could be like, nope, 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 nope. These are the breaks. He would not be rapping today. <laughs> I want his press conference survivor like, sir, um, government, uh, Mr. Uh, Attorney General, um, you said that you did a Curtis Blow impression. Do you still do it? Uh, inappropriate circumstances. Inappropriate circumstances. Mm-mm. <laughs> He'd be like, Mm-mm. <laughs> do uh-huh. I do it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> uh, do i do it mm-hmm. his wife gonna come out there with her, her, with her own hot 16 bars <laughs> i don't just do I curtis am, I, but she gonna like i am barbara and i'm here to say he will not be rapping today <laughs> she gonna shut that shit down she gonna like fuck that she gonna be on beat and everything 
do i do it i got a good impression no, playing in basketball <laughs> we love that basketball he gonna do that bounce pass you gonna steal it Mm-mm. that will not end well oh my god what is going on in virginia right Whew, my god right and y'all know you know North Carolina fucked up but I'm looking like damn dog like damn I think y'all might got us beat for the month of February like is anybody just fucked up though like they clearly moving up the ranks yes by the time y'all finish they gonna be like the the PSA uh, 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 teacher uh, superintendent is now the governor yeah he had to go 50 down what the fuck dog <laughs> right oh yeah the fallout continues to accumulate from governor northam's and that's what's funny they were sitting on a house of black face cards yeah like just one, <laughs> they took down the one dude at the top and then everything started crumbling it was just and i did blackface and he did blackface and this nigga is raping people i'm sorry guys by the time we get down to the chain of command it's gonna be like a secretary or a janitor (laughs) like it's it's gonna just be like somebody that's an intern like i just work here on the weekends they're gonna be like all my hands was full of spades you the governor you 16 years old you ain't had time to fuck up yet come on delete your twitter account and come govern this state my goodness um so i don't know what happened. oh if they all stepped down a republican state assembly speaker kirkland cox would take over the state house god damn y'all done gave the state back to the republicans <laughs> come on man oh i guess that's the breaks come on <laughs> zero to 100 karen I mean it's it's a hundred i mean it's amazing how when you go to virginia they got signs they'd be like hey bitches you know we watching you they have shit that monitor you and shit yeah. like that but uh y'all no 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 nobody did they research to find out these niggas had blackface you know what they're gonna have to hire somebody i guarantee you sooner or later somebody's job is gonna be check to see if i got blackface out there yeah I mean, they know they got it. Come on! But zero to a hundred, did you score it? Oh, a one hundred. Yeah, I gotta give him a hundred too. Ah, <laughs> it's hilarious though. This is terrible, homie. <laughs> Good grief! Yeah, y'all got to sing and dance and 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 uh, have a five on five to get out of this bullshit. What <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> the hell is happening here? Mm-mm-mm. All right. <clears throat> Beyonce is proud of Chloe and Holly after Super Bowl 2019 performance. I am too. But, uh, I, I know some of y'all was standing with Cap and dissing everybody that performed that at the Super Bowl for being black coons that sold us out, um, to the white man and uh this is beyonce's people mm-hmm. um i would give this a zero but i'm being consistent in my zeros oh zero some of y'all about to give us a zero out there in podcast land no, i don't care that absolutely motherfucking no if this wouldn't have been your fave 
you would have been giving him something else but it's cool i recognize to see your humanity i'm not even mad at you okay mm-hmm. i understand so i give it a zero personally but just know that i see you niggas flipping and flopping out there which all hundreds is zero <laughs> travis scott got a hundred and they got a zero i see i, I get it i get it <laughs> they, they like that man doing that fraud they threw the ice down on the ground and turned around and fell on it right cardi got a zero uh uh big boy got a zero oh yeah you know i i see what y'all doing i just i just want y'all to know i see you okay it's it's cool though it's cool i'm not mad at you not mad at all speaking of not being mad uh terry cruz also said that he uh he uh was uh he wasn't mad at at um liam neeson really because Liam Neeson faced a fork in the road where his life could have went down a different path and he chose not to act on it and didn't yes. kill um, tell you a story hold on a second he chose not to uh, attack a random black man and so therefore uh, you know he could not really hold that against him and that's his choice but that mm-hmm. still don't mean that wasn't racist racist shit mm-hmm yeah so Liam Neeson went on uh the Good Morning America and uh yes um there is a bit of a witch hunt happening today. in what sense um there's some people famous people being suddenly accused of touching some girl's knee or something and suddenly they're being dropped from their program or something that's Liam Neeson's comments on the Me Too movement well, he says a witch hunt meanwhile this motherfucker really was hunting people uh <laughs> with a bludgeon um for a sexual assault that his friend experienced so i don't know if it's different from when it's your friend i think a lot of men operate on that yeah they do um like he didn't tell, tell his friend she was a liar and all this shit um also he probably believed it because it was a black person and he said okay black people rape okay i'm irish we don't do that i don't know um so it's kind of interesting you know um the thing for me that i find the most uh odd is that because people line up behind these people on social media as like heroes and put them on these pedestals and there's these agendas to take them off or put them on a lot of people kind of flipped on terry cruz and said he was like some type of coon and this why we don't need to be listening to you and you know the, when it was gina rodriguez a couple of weeks ago they were mad that he wasn't going hard on her and he felt bad for her. they're mad that he you know is uh <clears throat> feeling bad for uh liam neeson keep in mind terry cruz also has tweeted in the subsequent weeks that he forgives dl hewley and um and and whatnot too but whatever the thing that i notice and can't can't help but notice though is um if you don't put them on a pedestal then you don't have to like rein them in and individually if someone wants to forgive somebody that's really not my fucking business no sir i didn't see anybody advocating even dl hewley let's be fair didn't advocate for other people to necessarily forgive this person he gave his perspective he said you know this is a thing that we say we want but we're not really ready for 
and there's some there's there's some points there's some validity to that point like it's why i always say it's bullshit when you hear people talk about we need to have a conversation that's not the truth you don't want the truth no you don't uh we uh, we need to get these thoughts out there no we don't no we don't we we can't handle that nothing about the way we treat people and nothing about the way we talk about shit has proven that we can handle somebody telling us some shit even if they are saying i was wrong and i don't do that and i'm better we're emotionals and the way the time continuum works us finding out about it means it's new to us right right fuck context yeah it's over for liam neeson because 40 years ago he had these thoughts and said this is fucked up and went down a different path it's new to me i just found out about this three days ago one of my favorite action movie star heroes says i used to kind of want to kill a random black person for a couple weeks and i have to be the bigger person and turn the other cheek or else i'm overreacting and i'm taking it the wrong way i gotta i gotta let that slide i gotta or i'm not fitting in with the right group or even worse if i do let it slide now i gotta get nigga you a coon in this individually i didn't have nothing to do with this nigga and me being upset or not being upset isn't gonna change anything for Liam Neeson's life Mm -mm. only thing i control is whether i see his next movie where he goes around killing people or not correct that's it you know so uh this one was kind of a weird one for me because i'm like yo terry cruz forgiving this dude or feeling like this isn't as bad as other people feel it is that's his prerogative we're not a monolith and we don't get to legislate each other's forgiveness i would have only really been mad at him if he would have said uh and black people y'all need to do it too y'all need to forgive him because that's his own personal faith he can forgive people he may have forgiven the person that assaulted him he may have forgiven i know he forgave dl hewley like that's his i know he's, that's some like christian stuff for him and a bunch of other shit and um i don't think you get to cherry pick the what makes people do the things they do Mm-mm. you know i don't get to say like the terry cruz needs to be a good man but i don't want him to be a christian like if part of the reason he may have reformed himself is around his uh faith in god i don't know um so anyway all that to say who's gonna forgive terry cruz and dl hewley for forgiving liam neeson for forgiving himself okay someone needs to step up to the plate and do it that, that's a lot and you know what was even funnier you know who were two of the main people leading the charge on we can't be out here forgiving liam neeson and what's wrong with terry cruz who wale and joe button didn't y'all just cancel them what the fuck is happening it's like the 80s reboots of sitcoms is happening on twitter it's like this nigga is canceled i'm through with him oh okay cool but let me retweet Charlemagne because he said liam neeson need to go to hell and i agree i'm like what what you said you said what happened i don't take none of them seriously oh my god it'll drive you crazy it'll it, drive you crazy it will you gotta check out sometimes anyway man good luck to everybody who won't forgive him will forgive him or whatever the fuck i personally can't lie there's this thing about this forgive or not forgive for this shit that really makes it it's such an illusion of power to me Mm -hmm. i don't know this man my forgiveness holds no value over his life Mm -mm. so me saying fucking forever or being like welcome to the cookout nothing it means nothing and i don't want to live in the delusion that that shit even matters right or that i speak for more than myself i speak for me me personally this shit fucked with me now you know i talked to um i think it was by on twitter for hot firestarter and he was like i don't feel that fuck with 
and i said you know what dog valid what i'm gonna tell you you got to nah that was a valid point i'm not gonna demean you i'm not gonna call you out your name i'm not gonna be like mm-hmm. you less black than me nah you this didn't bother you in the way that it bothered me and that should i should have some respect for that the way that i would like you respect. to have respect for me right and, that, and at the end of the day that's all people want for their opinions yeah so i mean for me i i just it's it's really been the defense of it and the whole like right. like All this the, idea the circus of, around it it's like that black people can't even have we can't even have feelings for a little bit like you're gonna get mad no matter how we feel like just the fact that we have feelings meanwhile none of us caused this none of us asked this man to say this shit nobody asked him to go around talking about he was gonna kill black people none of this shit none of this and yet somehow we always end up under the microscope of how did you react everybody talks about the pressure to be forgiven right like oh when white people do something fucked up they always want to see a nigga forgive and i'm like you're right but you know what else got pressure now this pressure to not forgive correct that's pressure too now now nobody can forgive man fuck you you don't know me you don't get to decide for me i get to decide on every individual case because it's only up to me anyway right forgiveness is not some global fucking thing ellen Mm -mm. can't trot you out on the show and make people forgive you robin roberts can't interview and make people forgive you we can only go off of how you feel about it individually me personally when i see liam neeson's face right now just like this nigga that's it like i don't like like i don't know if this is gonna mean i'm never seeing his movies again or none of that shit i might be fine in a week Right. I, i'm a human being i might be in, in a month i might still be like fuck this dude i may never see another one of his movies for the rest of my life i don't know how i'm gonna feel because i'm a person and i think the longer this shit goes on and the more it becomes exacerbated and focused on like what black people gonna do then it just makes it worse like i do think terry cruz had a, a bad responses because uh i thought he only said it to wale but apparently he said it to several people he kept being like so what are we gonna do about it and i think that was bad response because it makes it sound almost it's maybe he didn't mean it that way but you know a heated discussion on twitter it right. makes it sound almost like you taunting them right because you know ultimately they can't do nothing about it correct so it's like you saying what you gonna do about it and it's like i don't know what can be done i just know i feel fucked up by this right is that okay can i can i am i allowed to be fucked up even though you're not you know but and you at, should be right. right but at the same time they were fucking with him being like how this didn't fuck you up you gotta you gotta be on board with us now because we we supported you during me too and now you don't feel you're not on the at our beck and call i say it's gonna be funny if the thing that leads to his social media downfall is his capacity to forgive people wouldn't that be funny all the shit people stuck up with him for and then the thing that they opt out on is that he's he's more willing to be like you know what people fuck up make mistakes i'm not gonna hold it against them in in that type of way as long as they can admit it i'm i'm gonna move on and people go no no no, you're not allowed to do that even though people do that every day in their own individual lives just don't nobody fucking see it yeah it's gonna be interesting how this shit works man i just i wish people could take it on an individual level Correct. as opposed to uh we as a monolith of blackness need to do we don't exist in a monolith we're mm-hmm. not that and every time we start talking like that like there's this like unified this unified like experience or this unified opinion we're just lying to ourselves the only real truth is that we just black and that's the connection we have you know i'm sorry this doesn't pass the hotel standard or the fucking like black solidarity standard but it's not but i'd rather be truthful than to be lying up here all the time like nah it's just 
it's like we we just need to have the black meeting and we can figure out who gonna do what what i didn't get the invite right so um all right that's that that zero to a hundred i don't know 50 all right yeah i think uh for me it's getting to a hundred the liam neeson shit is a hundred for me now it didn't start out that way but it's a hundred now yeah a lot of times with a lot of shit it's not the actual event itself the circus around it and the flopping and the the arguing the fussing a lot of times for a lot of shit it actually ends up raising some shit to 100 and sometimes it really ain't that important but you just get exacerbated because you're like oh these niggas yeah like why are we <sighs> anyway i get it though i mean people human they gonna talk about what's in the news of and stuff course. i'm not trying to right and people are allowed to feel however they want to feel about it yeah i'm not trying to say that that's, that they shouldn't but man it's just it gets to you it's so much sometimes i think we just so fucked with because of racism and shit right that we're constantly trying to find some way to like let that pain out or get that um conversation going and it's and it's and it just always i don't know it just kind of takes a turn on us all the time all right let's get into some white people news okay guys that's what we're really here for now we can't mm-hmm. start white people news without playing some white people music uh a cover of some black people shit oh no now this is an asian man is he in his mama's bedroom he appears to be in his mama's bedroom and he is about to put a cover out all right what's what's up guys um here's another song basketball by curtis flow so here we go they're playing basketball. We love that basketball. They're playing basketball. Oh no! He only got we no music. We acapella. Now basketball, my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court, just like I'm the king on the microphone. So is Dr. J and Moses Malone. I like slam dunks. Take me to the hoop. My favorite play is the alley oop. This is what that I governor like gonna be doing up there. I like the give and go because <laughs> it's basketball, Mr. Curtis Blow. I used to go to dinner and take them, take the girl to see Tiny play against Earl the Pro and with Big Old and Jerry West to play basketball at his very best. Basketball always been my thing. I like Maddie Bird and Bernard King. And number 33, my man Kareem is the center of my starting team. Through the hoop, y'all, watch out, watch out, and your face, now here comes the rest. Clyde, Rick Barry, and Pissed on Pete. Now these players can never be beat. I said, wait, 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 wait. Did he call him Pissed off Pete? <laughs> That's actually a better nickname than Pistol Pete. Pissed off Pete is actually pretty good. Because he was pissed off. Like, as a tank. Uh, that's a pretty good tank. Yeah, it is. Pissed off Pete. I mean, that sounds like a dude that whoop your ass some basketball. Come on. My God. And Iceman, too. Just give them ball, and they'll talk up to... Dante Wilkins are on the scene, and Ralph Simpson is really mean. Bill Russell didn't take no Ralph jump, Simpson. and Daddy Dawkins got monster dunk. Tell me, were you in the joint? The night will score 100 points, or when the Celtics won title back to back and didn't get nobody no kind of slack, or when Dr. J shook the whole the whole team, when the moves that came out right of the dream, or when Willis Reese took so tall, playing D with desire is basketball. Good job, buddy. I'm gonna have to give this a thumbs down. Yeah, it was no music. I, yeah, uh, I was. I don't. Um, 
um was it 45 bars like i i, I don't know how i don't know eight bars 16 i don't know we we just read now i'm confused only 172 views on that one uh and it was just called guy singing basketball curtis so he wasn't even singing yeah that was pretty bad homie um that was real bad that's y'all's man we only got one that's y'all's man story for trump uh is i didn't watch the state of the union and neither should Mm -hmm. y'all okay i had a good time eating my sushi beach closed during shutdown can't reopen because elephant seals took it over of course elephant seals like animals yes not navy seals okay okay yes that's what happened and they couldn't remove them no because the beach was closed and the fucking seals was like all right then ah <laughs> this our beach now bitch yeah that was, i guess y'all ain't got this y'all gave it up somebody right. was like no people <laughs> like fuck it all right let's do some white people news y'all now we can't start our white people news without giving credit to our sponsor guys all right and that sponsor is triangle wine co triangle wine company sells thousands of wines from all over the world for every budget okay and they found some things in your budget for a limited time only they have their new hashtag couples goals wine two-pack it's on sale for 19.99 discounted from a regular price of 28 dollars the pack is to celebrate the coupling of a fruity balanced shiraz with a mesmerizing moscato to take you and your sweetheart from the main course to the dessert and we got some okay she sent us uh the two pack we opened up one of them already it's this um moscato moscato Mm-hmm. as they say in italy moscato d'asti um and uh we're about to pair this that's what you say when you're fancy <laughs> we're about to pair this with some chavri handcrafted with sun-dried tomato and garlic it's a mild goat cheese and some crackers crunch master tuscan peasant crackers uh not the peasant yes we're gonna eat like the peasants today in the tuscans uh wherever that is um country robust baked baked crackers with whole grains inspired by an old world recipe Mm. sounds delicious to me now look if you have seen the art for the um couples goals wine two-pack um tupac it looks like me and karen but as hearts Mm -hmm. it's also a shirt in our store now it is because that's how dope it was and um i said this looks so good i want it on the shirt and she was like here you can have it and put it in your store Mm -hmm. so when i say support triangle wine co y'all support support like you know what i'm saying like go out there and get you some wine many of y'all are winos and alcoholics (laughs) and you can (laughs) finally use that and put that skill to use you only have to leave your house okay 1999 all right that's a great deal mm-hmm uh and i'll put the link in the show notes for the the couple's goals uh so you can order it right there on your phone and your app you want to clink with me uh, in a second hold on i'm almost done with the coffee um if you don't live in an area where wine can be shipped buy e gift cards for a loved one who does at trianglewineco.com visit their t public store at triangle wine co to show your wine love with fun merch um so yeah there's three brick and mortar stores right now and a new store in holly springs new north carolina is opening soon 
so make sure you guys get in there whether you're in the area or whether you need to ship to you uh because we enjoy some wine all right karen you ready to start white people news yes all right what you want to clank glasses yes i don't think they're even gonna hit us on the mic but sure we clanked okay guys let me it's important to smell the wine i want to feel special so i had to clank understood we will be dipping into this whiteness so we might as well <laughs> we might as well he ain't gonna be fancy without the clanking um but uh let's see who's what white person is up first oh this is delicious did you smell it first Mm-mm. too late you already got it on your palate oh my bad <laughs> um ariana grandy that's right that's how you pronounce it oh you that's not somehow i can get that right but not Katy perry i don't know what's going on with me oh josh duhamel uh ariana grand grandy is not is not attending the grammys at the disagreements with the producers oh shit what happened uh i don't know i guess she fell out with them and they was like thank you next i don't know um so apparently there was a disagreement with grammy producers over which songs she would perform ariana grandy who has been featured on billboards promoting the show all over los angeles oh so this is some last minute change shit oh shit not only won't be performing at february 10th show ooh, that's only in like a few days what alicia keys gonna do now right wasn't she just p- performing with her airbrush makeup yeah she was uh yeah i said uh, <laughs> i saw that that i saw that grammys commercial of uh, alicia keys talking about i'll be hosting the grammys i said oh her face is beat to the gods i guess something happened she laid off of whatever y'all was on um but yeah so at the producers uh she felt insulted at the producers initially refused to allow her to perform seven rings or as i like to call it barbecue grill the latest single from her forthcoming album thank you next which arrived two days before the grammys a compromise was reached whereby seven rings would be part of a medley but grandy pulled out after producers insisted that the second song be of their choosing the source added that such stipulations were not imposed on other performers at the show reps for the grammys did not immediately respond to variety's requests for comments well i don't blame her mm-hmm. y'all did I, and nobody you ain't picking the songs for nobody else why you picking my shit also i don't understand why right like why do they care you put it on a billboard because you see a star how often does this happen that they get to tell somebody you can't perform your songs and what is it about her songs that they don't want to perform right it got to be something about it hmm interesting this is good oh wait, listen y'all this goat cheese on these tuscan peasant crackers i cannot recommend it highly enough it's a spread too y'all mm-hmm. and paired with this wine oh my god i feel so classy okay do you understand feel so fancy mm-hmm like this is i think we need to class this joint up with our white people news and maybe get some white people music underneath everything <laughs> all right um the situations the situation is more than a little similar to the impasse is that what the impasse the impasse the grammys reached with lord last year remember her what happened mm-hmm. to her 
whereby they declined to let her perform a song from her melodrama album one of the five albums of the year nominees and instead offer her a spot during the show's tom petty tribute which she declined right she was out she was everywhere last year they be disrespecting these white women what is happening come on have you seen what white men you see complaining about their performances mm-hmm. this is crazy um Randy is nominated for best pop pop vocal performance for the god for god is a woman and best pop vocal album for 2018 sweetener with this development the grammys find themselves not only without a twice nominated artist whom they have been using to promote the show but also without one of the most vital assets of the moment in the past few years grandy has experienced two major tragedies the 2017 bombing outside her concert the uk's manchester arena right in which 22 people died and the drug overdose death of her former boyfriend mac miller last september but she also has played triumphant concerts including the one love manchester benefit stage just two weeks after the tragedy and released a triumphant number one album and a string of recent blockbuster singles with thank you next arriving friday just a few months after the release of sweetener mm-mm-mm but you know what they didn't think she was gonna pull out she was like duh bitch i won't but watch me watch me pull out fuck you i mean is pete davidson gonna be there y'all don't want to do thank you next so like what's happening what are the rules right um the evian water guy from the uh netflix fire festival mm-hmm. documentary mm-hmm. our boy the 175k blowjob man mm-hmm. getting his own show <laughs> yes what's it gonna be called Hundred said five thousand dollar blowjob um i just hope it doesn't suck no i hope it don't suck either um <laughs> um yeah or blow i hope it don't blow uh yeah apparently andy king is his name and um he's going to get um he's gonna end up getting a show where's it say uh oh yeah he got numerous reality television offers for his own show i had three tv show offers this week from notable networks he said in the old world of tv it was the carol burnett show and these fun light-hearted shows that weren't all crime related you see attractiveness on hgtv today people love flipper flop or fixer upper let's just say it's going to be a show about hosting crazy events what it takes to make them happen listen okay in the in the in the event planning world there's a lot of under just a lot of under the table deals and i'll be under that table sucking them dicks okay and that is welcome to my show (laughs) Mm -hmm. um there will be cliffhangers and you'll get to follow me around and see how i pull them off (laughs) 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 what's the cliffhanger gonna be when we come back for commercials see if i suck this dick or not okay is that gonna be a every week thing <laughs> we were like doves flown in balloons and then the balloons pop and the doves fly off in the distance in the wedding is it is, is it gonna be yours you know um we watch the shows where they be like people going around like i think the one we see we going around like to the to, to different um carnivals and and shit like that around the country what's it going to be going to festivals sucking dick i mean i don't know it's event planning so i think it's gonna be what it takes to get the event done right oh oh honey honey you gonna have a fly ass wedding cake wedding dress right how did you do it andy he was gonna wipe his mouth off like mm, 
you don't even want to know you don't even want to know you don't even want to know how i got you them doves girl Mm-mm. and how much and, and you got them for two hundred dollars i know be like uh, why are you getting from up underneath the tablecloth <laughs> the sistine chan uh the sistine chapel you shouldn't have andy <laughs> who well, could even afford to have a wedding here well it didn't cost that much <laughs> <laughs> um yes you know so. i i only deserve top dollar additionally he's been offered to be the star of various water company advertising campaigns oh my god really ah i guess he made that sperm roll like water Irv avion avion water good enough to suck some dick come on <laughs> Like on water running down your chin like that sperm dude we out of water and then he just gonna pop his head in like did somebody say they need some water like <laughs> what the fuck is the commercial gonna be oh my god he really came up shout out to being white come on you really they made something out of this dude i love it uh let's go to the next one all right we are back let's go to the next story of whiteness uh, just beautiful white accoutrements in the background hopefully That's it's calming it calming everybody down like a trip to the dentist um in the waiting room the the, the lobby ben affleck and his ex Lindsay shookers are spending time together and they've struck up a friendship oh shit now now Lindsay shookers is not the the young woman that about was to say she don't the cocaine and no. shit Lindsay shookers is the one that worked for saturday night live and i believe she was like a producer or a writer there mm. and they were dating for a while but i think his drugs and shit got out of control then he started fucking that like 19 year old girl mm-hmm. then he went to rehab then he got officially divorced I and now a heart attack yeah 19 and i believe they were both at the time supposedly cheating on their spouses mm-hmm. according yeah, to people she got divorced too right right yeah. so it's been a lot uh nearly six months after their split ben affleck and lindsey shookers are back spending time together they struck up a friendship again and are spending some time together so tells people of the triple frontier star 46 and the saturday night live producer 38 after another insider asked that while the exes are indeed talking again both are more focused on their respective careers and families versus reclaiming a full-blown romance he really enjoys spending time with her but his focus will remain on his kids and his family i think he's always been interested in seeing where his relationship with Lindsay could go but there are two people who are very focused on their families and the difference between new york and la is sometimes man they've been saying that seemed like for two years mm-hmm. the long distance was allegedly a major factor in why the former couple split last august after nearly a year of dating affleck and shookers first made their relationship public when they were out grabbing dinner in july 2017 oh yeah i remember that uh we had the pictures that time oh yeah times. um sometimes you go through things guys um uh affleck is la based where he lives with his near his nearest ex jennifer gardner 46 and their children violet seraphina and samuel sugars lives in new york city where she works on snl and shares custody of a five-year-old daughter with her ex-husband kevin miller uh so and then ben affleck recently stepped down from being batman yeah he did so i mean things is going kind of difficult in his life so uh the cold pursuit red carpet premiere got canceled after liam neeson's comments you don't say nobody want to be bothered with them questions yeah i mean talk about fumbling the bag mm-hmm. this is right before it come out too i mean this is like the fourth movie in a row i can remember so we had green book and vigo mortensen with the nigger thing right 
which i personally didn't find offensive but i understand what the criticism around the movie why that was offensive to a lot of people correct then there was kevin hart right he had the the whole like emmys controversy the oscars controversy coming off of um his movie premiere which is gonna be the upside mm-hmm. and then you had taraji and erica badu with the r kelly shit right before what men want mm-hmm. and now you got this shit liam neeson i bet you everybody looking like please don't fuck up fuck my money up right before the movie come out because you affect everybody attached to the movie just fucking like hold my beer right hold it keep it cold mm-hmm. i'll be back for it excuse me can you hold this beer for a second i'm gonna go fuck up my money real quick um excuse me studio i understand that y'all want to promote this movie and you hire me because you thought i could sell a movie but i'll tell you what's even better than that what if i give you the scandal of a lifetime and make people not even want to see the shit <laughs> right it's like the best commercial you could possibly have it's me as myself doing press for your movie saying something unforgivable and then seeing what happens yep would you like a loss in profit i can do that for you <laughs> you know what the problem with this movie is it look a little too promising <laughs> right look like we mm-hmm. might make some money now that, what you don't want is a whole lot of people watching your movie what you're gonna want is the Aryan nation supporting it uh, oh no Mm-hmm. Kate Beckinsdale, who you may know from uh what was our movies about the vampires? Underworld? She was in Underworld. Okay. She was a main star. Kate Bell, I think that's the right white woman. Seen out with Pete Davidson. Yeah. And she said she isn't looking to get serious. She looking to get some of that dick. Of course. Um the actress supported the comedian at a show at his show on Friday night the girls just want to girls just want to have fun and nobody knows that better than kate on friday the 45 year old actress supported pete davidson at his stand-up comedy show in los angeles though the pair left the venue hand in hand and headed back to davidson santa monica hotel together a source close to bacon'sdale says the relationship with the saturday night live star 25 years old is not likely to go any further Ooh, she like him young yeah she 45 25 i mean she mm-hmm. flipped the script on them come on she's trying to get that back broke reverse uh <laughs> reverse um being Affleck. come on Kay's not looking to get serious with someone she wants to have fun with guys and date around i wonder if that hurts to see that in the media if you're uh pete davidson you know if, if she's just like it's like she gotta release a statement like oh no i would never like like really want to be with a nigga like this it's, that's crazy right yeah like i gotta say when you um with that big of an age you know uh when you're older you know i know she's up she probably stay fit and all that shit mm-hmm. don't get me wrong but when you're older your body don't bend and all that stuff like it used to mm-hmm. and she is one of those like recently divorced people she was recently divorced in 2016 from director producer lynn wiseman Nah, i, I ain't even mad at her so she might just be out there trying to get back on the, you know in the saddle mm-hmm. she was linked to comedian and actor matt rife who's 23 the duo called her quits after two months of dating oh so she's just going after these young funny niggas mm-hmm. give me some of them funny dicks let's Come go on. then in november 2018 beckinsdale started dating british actor and comedian jack whitehall 30 the pair were spotted uh showing Pete some pda at a karaoke bar in los angeles kissing at a candlelit booth 
25 30 23 mm-hmm. she got a type she like him young i'm not mad at her dudes do this all the time i'm not even mad at her mm-hmm. what's good for the goose you know what i mean come on um not long after however their film their flame had fizzled out and beckersdale was spotted with davidson and netflix golden globes at the party in january as people previously reported the two talked intently for most of the night there keeping their focus on each other while mingling with davidson's close friend machine gun kelly isla fisher and sasha baron cohen eventually the other members of the group wandered off and davidson beckinsdale continued to chat one onlooker said they cuddled up at the party as well Aww. however the two did not leave together a separate source told people days later beckinsdale clapped back at the critic who tried to con- criticize her time with davidson it all started after she shared a f- old photo of her mother 71 year old actress judy lowe on instagram an exchange captured by the popular instagram account comment by celebs one of the one of beckinsdale's followers wrote dear heavens kate not pete davidson and without missing a beat beckinsdale responded no that's my mother easy mistake Davidson split from Ariana Grande in October, and though the comedian has admitted to having a hard time in the month since, a source recently told people he's embracing his bachelorhood. He is very much enjoying being single as he is the fo- is focusing on himself. Yeah, that shit was crazy because they were like ready to get married in like two months, and then it was suddenly off. Right. Wow. It was rushed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I know people do that love at first sight shit, but nigga, I got, I got to know you. Mm-hmm. Um beckinsdale and wiseman 45 divorced in 2016 after 12 years of marriage citing irreconcilable differences she was like i need young dick and this is not working for me Mm-mm. they I, met in I, two- I need them young need to be able to go all night long you be wanting to take a nap <laughs> she was like fuck that the two met in 2003 on the set of the underworld and got married the following year at the time a source close to the pair said they both had complicated schedules and have grown apart the star also shares 20 year old daughter oh my god you are fucking dudes like three years older than your daughter holy shit wonder what that's like for your daughter mm-hmm. uh they share 20 year old daughter lily lily mo sheen with actor michael sheen whom she dated for eight years so man that's gotta be weird i can't lie that's probably a little weird for her daughter right like you're fucking pete davidson yeah. i should be fucking pete davidson right we, we both going after the same type of dude Wow, you can't invite your mama nowhere. Mm-mm. Fuck around, snatch up some dick. Come on. Oh, that's the other thing. Kate Bakersdale look good. Like she, right? Ain't she fine? I was, I was looking at her. She fine and stay fit. She was on that short list of white women that, that age real well in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a lot of them, but every once in a while, one of them slides through and you're like, well, look at this. Um, Molly Cyrus and Liam Neeson. Wait, Liam Neeson? Liam Hensworth. <laughs> Ha! That would have been a totally different article, right? Right. Molly Cyrus and Liam Neeson go out nigger hunting. Um, hold on. Read that. It's getting over my white people muse music. Um, they step out for their first public appearance since Secret Wedding. Secret Wedding. What? Did Molly Cyrus go and get married on us or what? Oh, oh! I thought you was naming the name of a movie called Secret Wedding, or they got actually got married. Oh, maybe it's a movie named Secret. It says Molly Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth look more in love than ever as they attend the Good Day USA event for their first public appearance since Secret Wedding. Oh, so they actually got married, married. Yeah, ain't Hemsworth? Ain't that uh, Thor's younger brother? Mm-hmm. He's twenty-nine. Molly Cyrus is twenty-six. They're newlyweds. 
and she looked every they looked every inch the lovebirds as they attended the 16th annual good day usa gala in the culver city neighborhood of los angeles on saturday evening the hunger Games star was among three australians honored on the night for their achievement in the creative art well i'll be goddamn right when did this happen Molly? Mm-mm-mm. i don't know but honey she is 100 percent back on the white saddle it's crazy right she went all the way back to whiteness come on well, she, she ain't wrecking no balls over there is she apparently good for her she made it back don't always make it back yeah some yeah sometimes they come over here they stay she was like nope i'm going back i'm going all the way back you gonna get these sweaters Mm-hmm. a long story career of white folks coming over dabbling with us and going all the way back right justin Bieber. come on justin timberlake molly mm-hmm. um like, you don't get me full of clothes and they do look booed up man they do i mean she looked good as a white woman mm-hmm. like when she had that um can i speak to a manager haircut like it never really fit her whole steve it didn't did it she actually looks l- looks natural yeah she looks lovely as a white woman she should stick with this because this is her this that is- whole like trying to twerk shit mm-hmm. it was just so it was, forced. It was too much it was, it was no just be you boo I'll, but like this i don't care who you are but just be you boo boo and be happy and she right. looks happy the acclaimed aussie actor went solo as he walked the red carpet while his new bride elected to sidestep the photo fest and slip into the event through another door according to australia's hunter valley news eventually the couple met back up at their assigned table where they kept things real snug and cozy together for much of the event the pop superstar showed off her lean curves and assorted tattoos and a velvet dress with a neckline she matched the number with a pair of black heels and wore her dirty blonde tresses long but pulled back off of her face with a part of the slight to the slight right i wonder what her daddy think about him mm-hmm. i heard that uh yeah, country singer like ain't can break your heart dude what was it travis no billy ray billy ray cyrus billy ray i don't know it was one of them um i actually like that dress look like that dress kind of chokes around her neck and then cuts down mm-hmm. that chain like you say i actually like her like this as a white woman right she's actually pretty like you said with her hair chopped off and she was wearing like plaits and shit i know it was tearing her hair up i really right. like this she looked good as a white i don't know what she was trying mm-hmm. to do man don't be ashamed of your race now you can't even a country music boo you don't have to uh-huh. perform for us Mm-mm. okay black people fuck with country music the bar is low for white people just don't be calling us niggas or getting caught saying no racist shit and, you and you'll be all right there's nothing wrong with being a white woman okay y'all are doing pretty well for yourselves historically as far as like you know your own success um but yeah oh she looked like she's in love too look how she looking at him oh that's so sweet young love y'all for his part liam donned a very stylish fitted black suit white dress shirt and skinny black tie that looked like something out of the early 1980s kind of looked like his brother in men in black don't he though later in the show the melbourne star was given a good day usa excellence in film award in recognition of outstanding performances in film including the hunger games and independence day resurgence renowned australian singer helen reddy and game of thrones production designer deborah riley were also honored at the gala for their outstanding artistry oh looks now she is giving you a look from the back here okay hold on scroll up 
oh oh mm-hmm. that's a gorgeous dress look at her giving you a look like okay i really like her in this dress that white people i am back okay and i never think she went to the black penis anyway so she can come all the way back like white men not gonna hold it against her or nothing. Now, she would have been fucking them rap niggas it would have been a different story white people still racist um but uh yeah okay the australian actress isla fisher got plenty of attention when she lit up the red carpet in a sparkling silver gown that had a healthy dose of multicolored stones adorned from the top to the bottom i don't see a picture of her yet it must be lower in the article let me go back down uh the wedding crasher star was able to show just enough of her left leg and with his stylish slit on the night she wore her trademark ginger tresses long and straight with a part slightly to the left other celebrities on hand for the festivities included Liam's brother Luke Hemsworth, John Travolta, J.B. Lee Curtis, Vince Vaughn, Olympia Violence, Emily DeRavin, Luke Bracey, Laura Bingle Worthington, and the Australian band Five Seconds of Summer. Five Seconds of Summer? Ooh. I can pick three of these people out of a lineup, so not bad. You oh, probably, here go you probably got more than me. Okay, so you don't know John, uh, you don't know Vince Vaughn? i've heard of that name before yes i've heard yeah uh john travolta i know who that is and what was my other one i knew i could do um john travolta jamie lee curtis i can do those three. Oh yeah i know i know who that is i might know the other one's faces but i would not no. be able to tell you their names correct i have white women blindness and everybody knows oh shit john travolta cut the damn off well welcome to the motherfucking club homie it you took know you long what? enough to get here but you finally here i drink to that he looked like a good lex luther Mm-hmm. maybe he could play lex now he play he looked better than the other one they had he had more wigs than tyler perry i was getting i was what was wrong with him oh so he been bald yeah he been bald nobody believed that shit okay <laughs> so he just been wearing them bad wigs hanging on to a wisp of hair everybody was like man just be honest with yourself you ain't fooling nobody with yourself well good to see i'm glad to see that man live your truth all of them come on ain't nothing wrong with being bald um good day usa is a program that aims to foster deep deeper economic ties and promote australian ideas talent innovation in the united states this year's gala also showcased premium australian food and wine with a menu curated by australian chef curtis stone that's the breaks that's the breaks uh award-winning australian actor and comedian patrick bramble uh held down the hosting duties for the awards show and dinner Molly and Liam's fairy tale romance began in 2009 when they met on the set of the coming of age drama The Last Song. They announced their engagement in 2012 but broke up the following year. They rekindled their relationship in 2016. And Molly, she was like, I'm back to whiteness for good, okay? I'm gonna stop fucking around. And Molly was pictured wearing her ring again. On December 23rd, they got married in Tennessee, surrounded by family and friends. Aww. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Emily DeRavin. Mm, I don't know I her. I like that dress. Pretty. pretty. Nice dress. It's mm-hmm. a nice dress and then this is uh olympia valance i don't know that way she could have been in everything i don't know Mm-mm. uh this is uh leo's brother luke hemsworth oh the one i don't know yeah he must be like that the other manning brother yeah I, I i only know thor and the younger one. i mean the middle one this is the baby one i don't know him uh and this is the chef curtis yes i know that chef you know curtis okay curtis stone i didn't know him but that's him mm-hmm. and then this is uh renee barg i definitely never heard of her ass no 
uh making a boast miranda tapsell oh somebody said he's the oldest brother okay i, okay. I don't know so he is like that man and brother we don't know okay i thought he was the baby it's like I peyton eli and then the other one's like colt or some shit and don't nobody know his ass Mm-mm, i don't know him um oh this is an androgynous an androgynous look right here okay who is this i don't know cody fern but he's stunting sparkling and he got like some rhinestones or some shit on this i mean gonna blind somebody he's 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 like i'm doing it big tonight okay um i don't know who this man is with these white women Mm -mm. rupert murdoch's son oh white women y'all are terrible (laughs) uh his son second from white his wife sarah second from left looking in good spirits on the red carpet who are the other two white women they're not that important apparently um former pack to the raft former pack to the raptor star jessica mcnamee don't man these like i don't know none of these motherfuckers oh now nah, nah, you know i'm a zero of help phoebe tompkin i heard that name before don't know what she's ever been in Mm-mm. Hmm. doesn't even look familiar to me nope uh laura worthington who's a model she look like a model she does and that's everybody that was at the party okay guys uh nobody else um let's do one more let's see what else we got i still got my wine okay therapy dogs offer relief from midterm stress at greenwich high oh shit that's right white kids have therapy dogs for their midterms are they gonna block the answers to them black kids can't get number two pencils come on white kids get therapy dogs oh can't man. get three ring binders Mm-mm-mm. oh your anxiety for the test must be acting up go and hang out with snoopy ah nothing makes the stress of midterms dissolve like dogs that's right uh three therapy dogs arrive at greenwich school high school on wednesday to help students relax recharge and refocus during their week of midterms two dogs will return thursday and friday and one dog next tuesday according to special education teacher shelby seams who organized a dog therapy session students can take turns petting and visiting with the dog for one hour from 10 a.m to 11 a.m in the media center the dogs are healing touch volunteers from greenwich hospital now how does a dog volunteer to be a dog therapy dog like how you know you know what i'm saying ain't that us saying that that's what it is mm-hmm mm, interesting i don't know the dogs consented that that i don't know mm. uh so anyway white people got therapy dogs for their kids at, to take tests dope. must be nice real nice the black school they gotta fight the dogs it's crazy y'all it's crazy uh megan i'm so racist i'm just joking megan kelly walks away from nbc with the remainder of her 69 million dollars mm-hmm. we talked about that i'm not even mad mm-hmm. and i hope whoever gave her that money lost their job too uh oh here's some white people news some spicy white people news oh shit now jeff bezos text to lauren sanchez reportedly included nude pics oh shit spicy like paprika i'm gonna need some more wine for this Mm-mm-mm. right i'm about to say you can give me soup i don't know if i'm ready to talk about a billionaire's balls without another hit of this moscato de asti okay i mean moscato de asti um amazon billionaire jeff bezos uh <laughs> was whipping that dick out uh let me get <laughs> 
<laughs> siri take a look at these this dick <laughs> siri what this dick do <laughs> siri text uh text my mistress you up <laughs> um amazon billionaire Jeff Bezos, Bezos sent a picture of his privates and other sleazy selfies to his mistress while cheating on his soon-to-be ex-wife, according to a new report. Now, how do we know about these pictures? Because it's in his Amazon cloud or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It's, it's somewhere in somebody's cloud. You want the one-hour delivery of these this dick? Mm-hmm. the tech tycoon sent the close-ups of his junk and several shirtless shots to a tv anchor lauren Sanchez months before the new couple say they started dating in the fall after separating from their respective spouses so he was lying like he might not have been fucking her then but he was lying if he said that oh this just started when we started dating after the divorce no nigga you were sending dick pics preemptively come on you know what i want i want to get this is june 1st 2018 he sent this you know what i want alexa you know what i want i want to get a little drunk with you tonight not falling down just a little drunk i want to talk to you and plan with you listen and laugh basically i want to be with you that's in caps oh shit want to be with you then i want to fall asleep with you and wake up tomorrow and read the paper with you and have coffee with you oh that's not very boring right and then you send a dick pic or when does the dick pic come in because mm those two things don't go together Mm-mm. i just want to talk and hold hands and cuddle serious in a picture of my boss um uh, <laughs> <laughs> in a response to the inquirer bezos lawyer said he supports journalistic efforts and does not intend to discourage reporting about him uh bezos on wednesday announced he's divorcing his wife for 25 years mckenzie Be- bezos right before page six revealed that he is now dating sanchez the wife of a-list hollywood talent mogul patrick whitesell Ooh, this dirty this is ooh, y'all messy messy white people uh bezos were the bezoses were spotted celebrating the wedding anniversary at a miami nightclub in september but the inquirer says it has sex from jeff to sanchez dating as far back as april oh the inquirer on that ass oh it's over a source close to bezos told the post wednesday jeff and mckenzie tried very hard to work things out they separated last year and then jeff and lauren started dating mckenzie knew they were dating the news today was not a surprise to her uh lauren was with jeff and the golden globes because they are at the golden globes because they are dating damn i'll be damned this nigga is out here you can't trust these billionaires come on okay with them billionaire balls mm-hmm I'm like you know how much this dick is worth on he kind of looks like a dick pic like himself right you know so i can see that working out for him um let's see oh i thought it was fine oh you did the woman behind the i made queso meme breaks her silence now it's never good when you have to break your silence over a picture of some food what happened the scandal got out of hand is what happened karen um matter of fact i think i can show y'all are seeing my screen right yes all right i might be able to play this news article oh seven minutes jesus christ i don't know if i'm gonna play all this uh oh wait i gotta unmute it and let me pause the white people music uh here here we go Never seen something so ghoulish. <laughs> it's Dana Perino's attempt at queso. 
I made queso, she wrote, like it was a signed confession to a serial <laughs> killing. I made queso. Yes, you did. You made queso look like a melted golden retriever. Oh. I think we can agree this is not something you would put inside you. No, it's something that would fly out of you after drinking the water at a Tijuana hostel. Oh. I don't think I've ever seen anything more inedible what in my life than I include prison. This is uh, apparently Fox News's coverage of this so I mean, i'm gonna just go ahead and tap off of this right i mean I mean, no one is not funny right i mean i mean you just roasted it i don't understand was was this the, what did what did they do the fucked up plates to go down twitter what they call them them uh, oh yeah i remember they used to plate shame people yes they did the, but yeah she made some queso and um it did not appear to be authentic shout out to tacos and <laughs> uh she got roasted for that shit online it was viral white people was all in her mentions Patton oswald was talk Patton oswald was talking about her oh shit so it was the white people roasting her it wasn't us oh white twitter had a day <laughs> they had a day <laughs> they had a day uh, like fox news people was getting in on it. it was crazy um let's see what else happened um i, I feel like we're going into overtime of white people news but we deserve it okay come on it's been a week it really has black history month is depressing come on are we only six days in you know we could all use emotional support animals <laughs> yes such as this next white man who says his emotional support alligator helps his depression oh i hope it don't bite him mistake him for the food um how how is i, I guess you too scared to be depressed i guess is he shooting at the other way around what, what do you mean talking about so most no he does he does support for the alligator the alligator ain't support for him he does snack for the alligator come on a pennsylvania man says emotional support alligator helps him deal with depression 65 year old joel henny henny of york haven um says his registered emotional support animal named wally likes to snuggle and give him hugs mm, i bet you i take him on the plane too snuggle and give him hugs despite being a five foot long alligator philly.com reports henny says he's received approval from his doctor to use wally as his emotional support animal after not wanting to go on medication for depression i am two inches taller than that alligator no thank you who is the doctor who's like this sounds fine not i think you might be trying to commit suicide by alligator so i'm gonna have to say no bro i'm gonna have to say no no in my medical opinion i don't think you should be hugging alligators me and the kids we're not visiting grandpa no more what other animals didn't make the list come on emotional support shark emotional support octopus i want an emotional support cobra you know just pet him and hug him and shit wally was rescued outside orlando at 14 months old henny says wally eats chicken wings and shares an indoor I plastic pond no he does eat chicken wings so Mm-hmm. so what you do bake chicken and just throw it in there for him too i don't know he's chicken wings and shares an indoor plastic pond with a smaller rescue alligator named scrappy henny acknowledges that wally is still a dangerous wild animal and could probably tear his arm off but says he's never been afraid of him okay that's why you need to be on the meds ah, ah. no no offense on me but that's when, when uh get a real doctor uh, when wally get fed up wally yeah when wally get fed Fed up up, what's gonna happen or decide to make a break for it oh what happened if he get big i mean i'm pretty sure this ain't this uh five foot is the smallest it's probably ever gonna be what happened when you forget to feed his ass one day 
and you start looking like a big ass chicken wing come on oh my god the fact that he said well i know he's dangerous but i've never been afraid what i know he dangerous but that's never good what kind of shit is that that's like the oh my god that's crazy white people man gosh see this is what happens when police won't kill you and <laughs> you have to worry about getting you ain't got no real fears hate crime on a random tuesday trying to catch the subway you know we don't have no real fucking fears no apex predators you start hugging alligators and shit being like i was depressed but thanks to my alligator yeah i was uh listening to npr and there was some dude they just did a documentary for i think he he up for oscar for where he like climb a high mile like three thousand miles up without mm. uh a rope or anything had like a film crew there i was like what the fuck is this yeah we got that documentary in the other room oh we do okay yeah i forget the name of it but it was ridiculous i couldn't watch it i started watching five minutes of it and i said he was like the thing is called free solo mm, okay and he was like yeah i'm a climb that that's the only mountain i can't climb never been up there and i'll climb without ropes i turned that shit off i said white people need problems this is why y'all be like it's just it's just a difference of opinion when y'all talk about trump and shit y'all ain't no problems if you had some actual problems you'd be like uh this motherfucker need to get out of office come on immediately but to them it's just like well look we can have on a trump supporter and it's like both sides are wrong you know both sides got good points bad points Mm-mm. a model turned mommy social influencer reveals she stayed thin by living off of tapas and cocaine uh i can do the tapas you can keep the cocaine don't get much whiter than that australian model ruby matthews admitted she used cocaine to lift off coffee and tapas to stay fit before realizing she was pregnant what yeah this can't be healthy what was her blood pressure like all that cocaine i know blood pressure had to be high she had a lot of instagram follows and that's what matters an australian instagram model is revealing the unhealthy length she went to in order to stay thin as a warning to other would-be influencers now who else is doing this that needed to hear the warning i don't know but baby i'm sorry you're gonna have to see all the lumps and bumps and everything else fuck that the black influencers like uh i was i stayed thin by tummy tea uh flat tummy tea and uh <laughs> that's more reasonable <laughs> you know and butt injections not by i would like to warn you other women not by cocaine i wonder how many people wrote this down like mm, she got 10 million followers so it was cocaine and tapas now what kind of coffee was it and what kind of tapas uh an australian instagram model really okay uh ruby matthews candidly answered a fan who asked why she was so thin before having her children i did a lot of cocaine like a lot so basically i just smoked cigarettes had long blacks and did coke matthews told her instagram followers on tuesday in a since expired question and answer session obtained by the news.com au and in between i had the tapas like my life was tapas and cocaine matthews 25 said in a meal that consists of small plates the confession came as fans question how she maintained a weight of 119 pounds 100 as a grown woman 119 pounds a lot of people never really understood like how i could eat and still be thin but i guess it's pretty easy to hide an addiction continues matthews who did not immediately respond to people's requests for comment like people say people don't realize how easy it is to hide something whether it's addiction depression anxiety 
the model claims she is not the only one who went to these lengths to stay slim suggesting the lifestyle was common amongst fellow models and influencers yeah because the thing is because she's so tall and that's why i was saying like when it comes a lot of people get obsessed with weight it's not about weight it's about being healthy you know if you're a tall person you actually need more weight on your body um and a lot of these bmis are white people's structure mm-hmm. you know because like they'll tell them you you know you five six five seven and you're supposed to be 125 pounds the fuck well you she is sick. white she is white though i mean but but even for that 119 pounds yeah that's i mean that's 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 like a child's weight i need to be careful what i'm saying here but in the influencer industry everyone like everyone loves the baggie she said referencing cocaine the super cute gift basket is filled with good. i don't care about that um that is how most physiques are maintained that's how my physique was maintained she explained for matthews the lifestyle all came to an end when she found out she was pregnant i didn't think i was pregnant i was really thin and partying a lot and no one thought i would be able to fall pregnant fall pregnant must be an australian saying mm-hmm. um, that's firm then about your cocaine she now wears 20 pounds weighs 20 pounds more she looks healthier because the picture before she didn't even look healthy she looked very sickly yeah this is her with her baby now yeah she looks normal she still got thigh gap too thighs not touching so still out here winning i guess that's how white people define it i don't know i like my thighs touching i know white people don't like their thighs touching though. oh i like i like touching thighs me too like some thighs to be touching mm-hmm. thick thighs save lives yes sir a little thigh touch listen i can sense it <laughs> <laughs> it don't even matter if it's covered up i'll be like what do i like about her something i like something something going on now i don't know something about her and I'm like thigh mm-hmm. oh okay mm-hmm. enjoy your thick thighs ladies she now weighs 20 pounds more than she did before she had children now that she has changed her life and her diet matthew says she has no desire to go back to her old days what a difference four and a bit years make uh matthews wrote alongside a photo of herself looking extremely thin i was pretty tiny here i actually have no desire to look like that ever again the modeling industry is a tough industry with the expectation of you having to look a certain way slowly i see small changes but i think it's crazy we are even in the word plus size model like what the actual fuck can we just have models of all shapes and sizes thank you for all the support and love and support over the last 24 hours and my thing is this she had a baby and she only gained 20 pounds Woo! yeah yeah because she, she i guess cause she was so small yeah she was off that cocaine and tapas maybe she's still on the tapas of coffee and she just got off the cocaine uh, paying the cocaine she just knocked that out of diet yeah so i don't know all right let's get into the last thing we gotta talk some sore ratchetness we did an extra long episode today mm-hmm. lots of white people news hopefully you guys uh enjoyed the white people news yes, enjoyed your wine and crackers and cheeses i know i enjoyed mine shout out to triangle wine co shout out to them TriangleWineCo.com. okay shout out to relationship goals tupac mm-hmm. tupac i don't know why i keep saying tupac two pack uh because it is uh delicious like i said we are tearing this shit up i think we know Mm-mm-mm. last thing sore ratchetness oh, i guess i can turn this back up
speaking of DoorDash, an 18 year old man is accused of stabbing a delivery driver with a samurai sword during a robbery in medford earlier this month he was arraigned on attempted murder charges tuesday shit during his arraignment uh prosecutor said nicholas davis stabbed the maze cafe driver in the lower back with a samurai sword on sunday saturday january 12th before stealing his cash while he was making a delivery outside of medford apartment complex Mm-mm-mm. you gotta watch your back you have to really do some door dashing uh, for real get out of there it's instacartly um we'll do one more uh a lima man is in custody after stabbing his mother with a samurai sword oh stabbed your own mama even mama getting some a lima man was taken into custody tuesday afternoon after police say he stabbed his mother sending her to the hospital with what what people believe to be non-life-threatening injuries according to sergeant jason garlock of the lima police department officers were summoned at approximately 4 45 p.m and found erica hathaway 44 suffering from knife wounds she was transported to mercy hospital st rita's medical center for treatment of unspecified injuries taken into custody was her son garrison merchant guess the race white 24 of lima he was charged with suspicion of felonious assault according to police a verbal argument ensued between the mother and the son the argument escalated and merchant reportedly retrieved a samurai type sword and stabbed hathaway in the right side of her torso shit that's a hell of an argument with Come your on. own mama Mm-mm-mm. all right guys that is it for today that's it for the week yeah um we'll see you saturday for the feedback show balls deep should be friday morning i've talked to justin about it um so we'll probably do that uh you may get a spoiled movie review because i think lego movie comes out tomorrow yes and karen is very excited about that i love that movie y'all y'all getting the lego movie so we'll see you guys uh later on in the week uh not premium people saturday everybody else uh the rest you know we'll see you when we see you Mm -hmm. until then i love you i love you too